Okay, hello everybody. Thank you for joining. This is Igal Beha from the Cybersecurity Insider, your host. And today I have with me Seth. Seth, please uh, present yourself. <laughs> How you doing, Igal? This is Seth Melendez, um, uh, owner of uh, Wear Geek Solutions, and uh, happy to be here. Okay, excellent. So today we we have what's called um, people say unfiltered, free unscripted, I don't know, they, they call it different names, and we call it just free cybersecurity talk with Seth. Uh, Seth used to be, used to be, hopefully in the upcoming uh, podcast will be with us, uh, I don't know, maybe on a weekly basis, maybe less, I don't know, however it's going to go. I don't know, it's up to him and me, basically. Right. And how busy we are with everything else that's going on, and there is a lot that goes on, as you know. Um, so today we gonna talk about a few things. Seth, you wanna kick started and you know start with the, your your items? Oh uh, well, we were talking about um, some of the the news that's out there. To get yeah, the free the free conversation that we had before this free conversation because we had another conversation. What <laughs> we gonna talk about this conversation? So you see, you have few conversations before you have. Okay, please. Well, they they're. You know the simple. I know we talked about the uh, the military leaks um, for the United States government military leaks. Yes. Um, and we were discussing that you know we have to be careful because we don't know who released that information and if it was released with you know bad information. You release good information and then you release you know uh, uh, misinformation so that you know it just looks better. So uh, you never know what's going on with these intelligence agencies. And so until they figure out, the, and, and even then, if they find out 100% American, well, they tell us it's 100% American. No. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we said also, so let, let me read uh, the news. So it says, and I don't know if you probably people already read it in in uh, in different newspapers, new news outlets. It says that dozens of classified U.S. intelligence documents were leaked on the internet. The Justice Department opened an investigation into the leak of the classified documents, which appeared to have the details of Ukraine's combat capabilities and its potential vulnerabilities. The documents also contained U.S. analysis about China and other nations, as well as methods used by the U.S. to collect intelligence. The leak included photos and documents and first appeared on the Discord platform shared by a user to a server called Wu Mao. The uh, implications of the, this breach are only beginning to come to light. So, I mean, I think because of that, uh, it will spark uh, even greater uh, war between the U.S. and somebody's calling me um, uh, between the U.S. and and America, uh, U.S. and China and, and other na nations, right? I think it's part of the course. I think it's par for the course. They, these guys are doing this every day to each other. Um, somehow this was leaked. There's, there was also a report that it, there's a possibility it may be another Snowden you know, person leaking the information. Um, we have no confirmation on that yet. Uh, but either way, this is par for the course. They do it to America. America does it to them. It's par for the course. You know, there's yeah, a ton so of satellites up there that are pointing at each other all the time. Yes, and so there's no no fear about this. Okay, so with that, I think we're done with this uh, with this item. There's nothing to talk really. Yeah, that yeah, well, you keep hearing like one of the things that you hear the fear every time something happens between the United States, Russia, and China. People are like, oh, they're gonna get mad. They're already mad. They're already yes. trying to go after us. They're already doing whatever they can. Like it's not like they're gonna get madder and spend more money. No, they're spending as much money as they can already. You know what I mean? If they could get more money, they'll spend more money. You know, so it's like, and the same way, they're you know we're doing the same thing, and then there's 
people like us, and there's tons of major corporations in the world that are trying to stop everybody from hacking. So, yeah, there's all we we are not exactly. Yeah, there's no no reason to get crazy about this. Just to know that it's going on, and and of course, the Ukraine war is definitely affecting everything uh and so this is not going to be any any difference in terms of the the effect no. it's going to have on us so no. okay I, I was looking at also um the uh fallout from the kfc uh a breach that happened back in january I was reading some of the um the uh post-mortem stuff and uh, stuff they had to release in the sec filings um and they, you know, they had to close 300 locations. There was a bunch of stuff in the UK. Um, and it comes down to the same thing. Same things we always preach about. Passwords, passwords, passwords. <laughs> and a lot of the systems weren't updated. Oh, look at this. I see another news item. New Jersey County Police Department confirms ransomware attack. Ooh. Might clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got some link or something. Yeah, he was on stupid enough to click, right? Right, he's on Facebook and clicked the wrong thing. Um, and it's funny because if if they don't have a mechanism to stop that quickly, it's just gonna it's gonna go out and encrypt all the drives that are connected. And if they don't have backups, they're screwed. Oh, talking, speaking about backup. I, I don't know if you watch my. Um, so I have two uh, case studies uh, that talks about backup. Uh, actually, it happened to two jewelry stores, and one had a ransomware. That was uh -huh. about a year ago. And the other one happened, like uh, I would say, like six months ago, seven months ago. They had the hardware failure, the enclosure, the HP enclosure got uh, a, you know, some hardware issue, and no virtual machines. So they had the backup, yes, they had their on-prem backup, they had the USB backups. So let me ask you, how long is it going to take? Let's say you have only US backups. USB backups? Yes. It's take you, it depends on how big it is, but even even like 100 gigs is going to take you a while. So well, what is a while? Well, well, what do you say? So let's say it's a terabyte. Let's say it's a, uh, I would say like 10, 15 terabytes. How, how long that that will take to recover, do you think? I don't know what's USB 2.0 speed. USB 2.0 speed is what? Uh, 480, 480 megabits. 20, maybe 20 megabits. It's USB no, 480. 2. Oh, USB 2 is 480 megabits per second. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So you're talking what? That's going to take a few few days just to do a few hundred gigs. <laughs> few days. Probably it's going to take the entire year. Right. Um, and now if you start talking terabytes. That's what I said. So, terabytes, yes, exactly. So, now imagine you need to recover it off the cloud. It's well, won't they just get? What, what couldn't they get it seeded and have them send a have them send a, a drive to them and then they can? Well, they how are you do? gonna get it from the drives to the enclosure? The enclosure is 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 not functioning. So it's not exactly you can take well, the drives. We, you can well, we you should, can export the backups to a drives and then ship the drives over. Right, and then you could connect the drives to either, you know, small FireWire or not FireWire, USB three or you know, even the the USA. What is it? Nah, you're you're not realistic, really. I'm sorry to tell you, you're not realistic in that case in this recovery because it's going to take you again days. Okay, so then what other solution can they do? Okay, then so the, this is what we did. We got our uh, NAS. We had luckily they had a backup with us and we restore the data on premises and our systems, restore everything to uh NAS, uh, drove down to the customer with the server with the VMware host, and all the virtual machines already recovered on the NAS and a network switch, and we built everything over there. And after five days, they were up and running like nothing happened. I mean, five days. Okay. And so, so well, how did you connect? 
the original data to the to the Nets. No, we, we recover. No, we, we there's no there's no one. Uh, we, we didn't use the the enclosure, the storage enclosure. Mm-hmm. We took it offline, just unplug it and throw it to the garbage, basically. Put the the uh, the storage devices connected over the netbook. But remember, it's all only virtual machines. So we covered all, all already the virtual machines to the NAS, and now we are accessing the um, the virtual machines over the NAS. That's it over the network. That's it. Okay. You're done. You attach the all the virtual machines to to the host to the VMware host, and that's it. I mean, you need to configure the network. I'm saying, like you Did know, you... it's a, it sounds very simple. It sounds okay. You do this, you, you then right, right. A few hours until you get it done, but still and, and and to and, recover the data from backup to uh to um to a storage device it also takes time but now you do it over the network so if right. you have a, a one gig network it's gonna done quick enough pretty much and so where did uh what did you do with the old equipment did you wipe it and reuse it no it's it's by the customer side we didn't do anything with it it's okay. just there's i mean collecting dust basically okay so, so those events, so I was thinking if they had a ransomware attack, because this is exactly the same, you don't have access to the data and you don't want to pay the ransom and you have backup, you have an alternative not to pay for the, uh, for the ransom, then you can, you know, restore from backup. So you lost five days. It's not a big deal. It's not like, Two months or three months or whatever, you just get your data and we continue to run. And then right. and whatever you we, did over over the five days, you just key it in. I mean, still it's a walk, but right. So better you, than losing you, you all the were data. able to restore the host, and then from there, then you remove, then you restore all the data. So yeah, yeah, yeah they got they got the new host. We, we we brought our own host. So now just restore everything, recover everything, and attach it to to the to the host. Was it was a done deal? So and and their data and if their data is still online, then what would you have done? What do you mean online? Meaning if they backed up online using back. It was it was it was back it was backed up to our cloud. Okay. Yes, but imagine uh, let's say let's say we didn't have had this option. Let's say, uh, I mean, one recover one option is to recover on the cloud, meaning to host everything on our cloud. And run and spin the virtual machines on the cloud. Yeah, we could we could do that. I thought in the beginning that th- this is what they wanted, but said no. But we have other applications. We can't use it like this. We're gonna need it over here. I said okay. Now we need to change everything. And and you know it was a little bit to to understand what they want and how they want it. And because there's certain certain uh, technicalities involved, so we had to to do this this way. And therefore, it took five days. Otherwise, maybe it's gonna take around two days. If we were, if we were to restore it um, from the cloud to the cloud on the cloud and run everything with the cloud, okay, yeah, that's good. And you said there was the second one. Was it the second one? Was the, uh, the, the the well, the first one, second well, one. The first yeah, one. The, the other one was uh, uh, they we did for them a migration exchange. They they had the exchange uh, on um, uh, on premises, and they wanted to move it to the latest version of Exchange. So we finished everything, and then we, we had a few issues. We had to recreate Active Directory from beginning, from scratch. We had to build the, the Active Directory because the new Exchange can't run off uh, 2008 Active Directory. So now you need to go and build 2019 or 2022 Active Directory, and then you can uh, uh, put the Exchange on, on the new Active Directory. So we had a few issues. So once those were met and everything was fine, then we're about to cool down the old you know, the old systems and 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 finish the project. And then one day the IT manager calls me and said, Hey, uh, you know, I have a blue screen on the house. They have um they had the back then they had um a Microsoft Hyper V. So she said listen the I see blue screen. What's going on? Well, what happened? I say I don't know what happened. Maybe some you know hardware issue. I, I have no idea. So 
she downloaded the Windows. I gave her Windows. She put the Windows uh, server on a, on a flash drive. She downloaded it, ran it, you know, put it up, installed Windows. Okay, now looking for the, I said, okay, let's do recovery. Maybe something, you know, the Windows got corrupted. Recovery didn't go. Okay, so we had to install Windows. We install Windows. There's no files, nothing. Unbelievable case. And then I saw <laughs> a text file. I'm looking at the text file. I said, oh, you know, I think you have ransomware here. <laughs> she said, what? I said, you've been ransomware. There, you see this message? It said, you need to pay this amount of money in order to get the data. It was unbelievable. It was a Phobos ransomware. One one uh, one kind of uh, Phobos ransomware. I think Phobos or something else. No, the 8 ransomware. It replaced it with the 8 uh, extension. So now it writes 8. Every file ends up with the dot .8. So it was oh. 8 ransomware. Oh, remember. It was 8 ransomware. So it's a like a, a variant of uh, I forget which which uh, ransomware and no no encryption key available. Uh, you know you, you can find some decryption keys. Mm -hmm. um, we couldn't find anything. I said okay, uh, you know it's out of my hands. So luckily they had the cyber insurance. Perfect. I was just talking about that with somebody. I was just talking about that. So the cyber insurance actually paid. Actually, they didn't pay everything to us. The cyber insurance only covered a certain amount, and then the customer had uh, had to pay from his own pocket to complete whatever we we build them because we had to rebuild everything from scratch. Right. So and then and then they paid twenty five thousand dollars to the hackers, uh, and they gave them all the five virtual machines that they needed. And then we extracted all the data from those virtual machines and built Active Directory again from scratch, installed all the printers, drivers, shares. It was a nightmare. So it took us like two months to recover everything. Two wow. months. Yeah. So even after everything they did, they started to pay the hackers. What? So even after everything you guys did, they started to yes. pay the hackers. I had to rebuild everything from scratch again, second time. Unbelievable. This is like, it's a, when you think about it, and oh, and let me tell you another thing. During the job, we shipped a, a, a storage device with the backup capabilities. So I said, okay, you know, I'll I have a backup in case, you know, something goes, go, goes wrong with the, with the implementation. Let me have a backup. I don't want to start without having a backup. I can count on her backup, whatever she has there. I want to have my own backup. Free. I shipped the device. I did all the backups. I said, okay, we have the backups. We can start the project. But guess what? The ransomware also encrypted the, the, uh, the, the storage device. So now all the backups that I had were also encrypted. So now I think, oh, I have a backup on-prem. No, don't think that you have a backup on-prem. It's going to be protected. They're going to touch those as well. So what's so, the lessons learned on this one? One lesson. They, this is not the end. Oh, we have another guest joining. One second. Oh. Okay. Yeah. When are you? Okay. This is Steve Magnani. Okay. We don't see him. Okay. Le, le, I'll remove him once he's, he's, I see his video. I'll, I'll add him. So anyway, uh, they... I told her, I said, listen, do you have backups? She said, ah, the backups. Now, she had the backup tapes. When was the last time that you saw a backup tape? Uh, about 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> about 10 years ago. For the old data uh, machines. Yes, <laughs> remember backup exec and, yeah. and, uh, and uh, that we used to use to do, yes. to do the backups. Well, backup exec is still pretty good. Yes, yes, not to say like we, we use the backup to back up to the tape devices. So she had the backup tape and the backup tape didn't. So when I got, we got the project, she had all the problems with the backup tape and uh -huh. she couldn't resolve it. Okay. So, but we didn't fi fix the backup issues that she had. We just jumped to the project because she wanted to finish a project. Okay, whatever priorities you had and the timeline that, that they had. Fine. 
And she, um, she uh, said, okay, we don't have a backup. I said, please, I beg you, let's have a backup on our cloud. Let's have a backup, cloud backup. No, 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 I don't trust the cloud. I don't want anything on the cloud. I don't want anything with the cloud. I said, listen, it's not on the regular cloud. It's going to be on our cloud, not anybody else's cloud. It's going to be on ours. Maybe she's going to feel a little bit safer, not to say that we are the best in security, but she said, no, I don't want any any backup on the cloud. I said, okay. You shouldn't have oh. said, said cloud. You should have said our data center. See, that would have been different. <laughs> it, did, it didn't go anyway. Some people, some people get hung up on that word cloud. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes or no. And uh, let me text Steve because... Uh, we don't see him. I thought he's gonna be uh, not this Steve. Where is okay? So they so then I had the conversation with the owner. The owner really was uh crazy about it, and we don't. Uh... Yeah, that is definitely a provision on one on the contracts that we used to do that we have to get a full backup. Right, and I and we didn't wanted to you know this is a big project when you do migration, right. you need to have a backup. You can't do a migration without a backup. What if what if something goes wrong? Mm-hmm. And I happen to be in those cases. Yeah, and we and even if they say, well, it's going to take too long. Yes, yeah, too long. We're going to say we can't move. We can't move forward. Yeah. Okay, Steve, can we hear hey, us? How you doing? I can hear you. Oh, Hi, fine. How you doing? Thank how you doing? Yes, we hear you. Okay, good. Okay, so Steve, you know, thank you for joining. It's a, let me tell you, it's a, let me change it. Uh, 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 change the title because you joined, so we need to make a, a, a short change. So Steve, we, we, we are talking here about the different, different things. Backup tapes. <laughs> oh, you heard that? I heard it. Okay. Yeah. For a while. Yeah, he was talking about a, cir- a circumstance and a situation he was in. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about how it failed. And part of the reason is he didn't do the backup. He never got to finish the backup. And the backup oh. that he did have wound up encrypted with the ransomware. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So it's like the bad guys. <laughs> right. So you just like batting a thousand there. That's one of the ones you want. Like, I quit. I quit. I'm driving cabs now. <laughs> that's it. He's just done. <laughs> and Steve, they they so we had the backup, but we offered her to provide our cloud backup, and she refused, saying the cloud is not safe. By the way, I told her, you know, I I really agree with you. I don't like the cloud either because you have less visibility to the cloud and you don't know where the data is. And you need to do the security yourself as, as the data owner. And still, I told her it's on our cloud. She said, no, I don't want it. So, oh, so Steve, Seth, I was telling you, I, so I had a conversation with the... Uh, with the uh, with the owner and few conversations actually, and one of the conversations he said, "Oh, she told me that you offered her to have a backup, and she refused. Is it true?" I said, "Yes, I told her I, I will do a backup, not a big deal." She said, "No." He said, "Ah, oh, okay." I said, "You know, that was the insurance had... company." No, the insurance company. No, we didn't. We did, we have another conversation about the billing okay. and about what they can cover. We, it was it was a process for them. They need to approve us as a as a, as a vendor, and they have, they have like a process and right. So we we build for them also. So remember, we we start this project with the exchange migration. So now they don't have email. So I, I had to go and spin up a, a an email system, an exchange server on our prem. In order to give them the ability to have email at least. Oh, I forgot to mention. In the process of recovery, whatever, the website also was attacked. Oh boy. What was also attacked? The website. The website? The, oh. 
Isn't, isn't uh, it interesting? It just, it just, somebody really got it out for them. Oh, we got to really get them. <laughs> <laughs> so now people understand why I was so busy. I couldn't do anything. I was just busy on those things. Oh, this is the client who uh, got hit from all sides. Yes, the the jewelry store. Yes, in in Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's By the way, crazy. the owner I met, I met the owner uh, actually in Flo in Florida uh, like two or three months ago, and he came to me and he said, "Oh, you're your girl from Too Secure." I said, "Yes." I said, oh, "I wanted to thank you very much that you helped us to come online and ta ta ta." Really, without you, he said. I'm going to go now and talk about my case to everybody because I'm not shame of it. I want everybody to know about this. But this is really, I was, I was looking and saying, wow, what, 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 what did you say? I, I'm not, I don't have any, no shame. I said, okay, no shame, it's fine. It's you. <laughs> well, when you, when you get a chance, you should do your own um, post-mortem on it. Oh, I did. Learned. Oh, you I did? did. Okay. I did, of course. I Number did. one is force them to do a backup. Uh, here, since you said it, let, let me bring it. Because um, I know when we used to do the migrations with HP, it was mandatory. No matter what they said, it was mandatory. We wouldn't start the project, so we couldn't do it. This is exactly why the, why why I did this. This is exactly why we... And it was literally, if we don't do this, we can't start the rest of it. Project just stops. Right, right. So here is the link, and I'm and, uh, and, and people and we were and then, like you said, sometimes the backups are having issues. What whatever it is, if we need to put a new system in or a temporary one or bring in a new server just to do a backup, we would do that. Yes, and then this is exactly what we did. We we sent them. Uh, we shipped a um, a we sh we shared a. Um, Funny, I have a commercial on my video. They're trying, they're monetizing my videos. Ooh, Lee, okay. I don't know if it's a good sign or bad sign. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm gonna share that screen one second. They, they have a, uh, so they, we shipped, I said, I'm not gonna start the project without a backup. I don't wanna do it. Um, I, I had so many cases that, that we, I had one case, I don't know if you remember, I don't know, Seth, if you remember, because you probably did it. Uh, Steve, maybe you did also. Um, with the year uh, 2000, remember everybody before the uh, 2YK, everybody got, got uh, all crazy about the... Uh... Yeah, I was on the Y2K team. So right. yeah, I remember that craziness. So we had we had the uh, uh, network servers. Okay, here it is. Uh, and and we had this case um so the 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 customer okay i get i get it one second uh let me share the screen uh this one share you see the screen mm -hmm. yeah so the, so this is the case study the ransomware here so you have a 25k pay to attackers 16 hours to detect it because it was done over the weekend. So Monday, she comes to the office and she sees a blue screen. Seven, 71 days to remediate it. Oh, another phone call. What's going to be? Uh, and, and then 25K to rebuild. So this is basically our fees, about our fees. It was a little bit more than 25K because when I did this, it was about 25K and then the, the number went uh, went up a little bit. And 27, 275K for soft costs. Like if you count all the, um, you know, all the, um, the lost time and, and everything that happened there. So this is kind of uh, trying to get it. Um, this so way. that's so, the 71 days. Yes. Yes. Actually, after the 71 days, they had another recovery that wanted us to, to recover. They had some something that they needed. So we go back to the backups and, and get whatever they needed and put it back. Was was a... So you see, it's a jewelry company, three stores, 
Georgia, state based in Georgia, about 30 employees. You know, they, this is like a, a regular company. You know, it's not no big thing uh, company. What was, in, the, what was the highest classification of information? What do you mean? What, what kind of information did they have? Customers' information, sales, emails, everything. So they had customer credit card numbers and. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know what they they kept the the uh, credit card information. I have no idea, no idea. Yeah, a lot of that's going through the other system, so I don't know if that's kept. Uh, yeah, they they had they they have a credit card machine processor, so they right. So the that, that if data goes straight to them, that yeah. data usually doesn't reside at the store or on the servers. Yeah, they had they had credit card terminals, so they, there's no they didn't. I don't think that they stole any any credit card information uh, on on their servers. Uh, I don't believe that this is what's the case. Yeah, yeah, because usually a lot of that data goes straight to, to the merchant. Yeah. yeah, it goes right, right. to the merchant uh, accounts. Right. So so you see, the, 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 this is uh the, this is what, what what happened with them, and really it was unfortunate. Uh, with them, so this is I call it seeing the eyes ransomware case study. Like you see it, a ransomware, you can't say, oh, it doesn't exist. Oh, I don't believe it's going to happen to me. Like, like now, you can't you can't deny it anymore after you see it. And did you, with your case study, do you give recommendations on? Yeah, you know, had we been able to detect it sooner and reacted? Oh this yes, could happen. Yeah, you know, we you know that. They they had the um, antivirus solution. I forget the, the name of the company. Uh, I believe what about it, active like you know detection of ransomwares and that. Nothing. They they didn't have nothing. It's just a regular antivirus solution. They had a remote. Uh, they had uh, uh, that um, uh, remote access software. It's called uh, Splashtop. But but you didn't ask the, the very important question: How they were able to get in? Let's see, guys. Yeah. How are you gonna? Let's see. How are they gonna get in? To guess it, huh? Somebody somebody clicked on some porn. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Statistically, somebody read an email about you know about getting rich, you know, from Africa. You know how they, you're a prince and. I need you no, to help. No, you. No, 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 no. I'm only making jokes. No. So which was it? Which one no. of the things that they do? Steve, do you have a guess? Social engineering. Nope. Each one of you will have another guess. Let's see if you, you <laughs> get this. This is right what this how they got in. Yes. I would assume something was oh, another thing. Something was left open. You have a port that was open. Oh, you got some port that was left open yeah. on the router. Usually, some like remote something to get in or something like that. There you go. You got it right. <laughs> RDP open to a 2008 server, and then from there to able to spread all over the place. Yeah. Never Unbelievable, huh? And they had very simple passwords. She had a very, very simple passwords. Every time What's... she gave me a password, I said, are you sure that this is the password? She says, yes, yes. Simple and stupid the... passwords. There's that, there's that, um, what's like, that old like a... remote software? What's that yeah. old remote software? No, they, it's they... they they use Splashtop, but they didn't use Splashtop. I, I, I was thinking oh. that, yeah. No, no man, there's that... that old software that that guy, there's a security guy, that every so often he switch, he just basically uh, sweeps the internet, and he comes up with thousands of these sites. Any yes. top, any I can't think of the name of it. And every so often he'll he just literally starts sweeping the internet, and he finds thousands of these sites. Yes, they they use a Shodan for instance. So Shodan well, allows you. you to scan the, the network and find the IoT devices. Because yeah. actually, right, I was talking he... about about IoT uh, before. Um, yeah, there was a, I'll, I'll find the article real quick. Um, there's a guy, he does it every couple of years. Every like couple of years, he'll do, or every year he does a sweep of the internet. And he maps out how many of these softwares he finds. Because he just sweeps, just open ports to see if this remote software is there. 
and literally he'll type in the admin password and gets in. So here I'm going to share with you another another video that talks about the other case. One second. So let me do this. Let's see. Uh, present screen share. This one. Share. You see that? What is it? Okay. So here, this is uh, uh, actually uh, another another uh, um, case study with again with the, with that uh, jewelry store. So now in this case, the so this is what you see. This is the HP enclosure, the fault HP enclosure, and so the footprint. They had three uh, virtualization hosts. They had uh, two Hyper V Microsoft and one VMware that we provided them because they needed more resources, about 12 virtual machines, file server, Microsoft Access, SQL databases, domain controllers, uh, no shared storage, no second storage. So this is, was the only storage. And, and the virtual machines, some of the virtual machines were stored also on the, on the host itself. So now there's nothing there. Everything, he moved everything. To, uh, the IT manager moved all the virtual machines to this uh, enclosure because they didn't have space enough. On the on the on the local uh, Hyper V, and then local backups are using uh, USB, as as I told you earlier, and they had cloud backups for all virtual machines. So this is this is actually we were able to convince them to have a cloud backup, and this is really what saved their 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 ability to go back to to function. So that's who is their IT manager? What do I mean? Who is the IT manager? IT manager, who is, well, what do you mean? What's the question? Who is managing the network? Oh, they have an in-house IT manager. Okay. Was he managing the backups too? Uh, yes, they, they had the software that did the backup to the USB. And that's it. So you see the, that uh, orange light over there? So it's supposed to be green. So it was not green. So they replaced the cables, they replaced the controllers, they replaced whatever they could replace. Nothing came up. And so they, they, yeah. Uh, and you didn't so, recommend like Huntress or anything like that for them? No, I didn't make any recommendations. We were just so busy getting them up and running. But now, actually, we're going to have another project with them where we're going to replace everything that they have there. Uh, mm -hmm. And we're going to have um, a, a three uh, VMware host with uh, two storage devices, network storage devices, local backup, and they continue to have a cloud backup, of course. And give me uh, just for. Uh, just for me, sometimes I, I, I think maybe I'm just. Uh, is there a reason why they still have their own internal email when they can either get it from someone else? What do you mean the wrong email? I don't understand. The like you said email. they had their own, they had their own email server. Well, in this case, yes, yeah, the, the original one, case. the huh? previous case. Why the would previous? why would they still have emails on site? Oh, because she said, I don't want anything on the cloud. I don't believe the cloud. I don't want to have anything on the cloud. Uh, I don't want the cloud and, and so on and so on and so on. And, and, and that's it. So this is this is what so happened. She's one of the technologically adverse people. Okay. Uh, you guys, I, I'm going to need to go offline one second because I have somebody, a guest coming here. So I'm going to turn off myself for, for, for a second because I need to go somewhere. Somebody's coming over, so you. Oh. <laughs> so, you still there, Steve? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so I'm, I'm always I always think it's fascinating when people still have on-prem email. It always like really, who wants that headache anymore? Right. Exactly. And exactly what happened with them? It's like all this headache just to get your email back up. Yeah. Well, that's because that you know they think that the alternative is always going to be worse, right? And and they just don't know any better. They don't want to change. They have a problem releasing to, you know, something that's going to work better for them. And like you said, like with cloud, like a lot of people don't understand. You know, cloud can be a very 
dangerous scenario, yes, but it can also be exceptionally secure. You know, if it's if you have a cloud, a uh, private cloud that's not facing the internet. If if you don't if you don't put your passwords as what was it? Uh, what was it? Where would he had that big breach? He had it like one two three four. Remember um, that breach a few years ago? Uh, solar winds, one, two, three, four. Yeah, solar winds. There you go. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's like just, and I always laugh at like somebody should have been fired. Somebody should be walked out the door and then put in the parking lot and just shot right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's just like there's, there's no reason for stuff. That is like one of the biggest pet peeves of mine when I see people just do stupid things like like you just said. Somebody left the port wide open and forgot about it. And no one in that building said, should we do port sweeps and check things out to make sure? I do those things. I still run them every so often on mine just to make sure. I didn't forget something. I was testing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So the, the, those things are really... And, and by the way, with the, with the recovery, with the, um, uh, with the hardware failure, when we offered for them the cloud backup, we never thought about the case. Oh, what if we need to recover? How long is it going to take us to recover you back to business? We didn't mm -hmm. ask those questions. The customer even does. I mean, this is on us that we didn't bring it to uh, to to speak about this. But the customer also but, didn't didn't ask. So, okay, we have a cloud backup. Ah, not it's going to like, well, like you were saying earlier. What I was saying, what I was actually explaining to you was get the host up. I would say bring all the data. Just get the host with the drive that comes from the back online backup. Once you get the host, then you can pull the data. Fast. No, you can't. You can't because it sits in a in a different different format, and now you need to extract it from the backup. You can't just bring the backup just like that. I can't just bring the 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 the, the device. I had not, it wasn't. Oh, you didn't have the actual. You don't have it where you can actually boot. Straight into the, the, the yeah, back of the no, I can't, oh, okay. I can if I okay. want, but, but the, you need more resources. However, with that, you need to because the files are sit are sitting in, in a certain format. When you recover, this is how when you get the virtual machines like the, the file, the, the, the VM, VMDK, and all the files that you need, right? Right, right, I right, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, is when you, when you do a, a bare bones restore, there's right. a way to set it up with the backup device. Where you boot the server straight into the backup device. Yeah, you can, but and then you can restore from there. Yeah, but this is a virtual machines. The the, the restore here is different. It's not that you are re re recovering. Uh, uh, how it's called the um, you still restore metal recovery. It's not bare metal recovery. It's not where you don't have you don't have anything, and and the only thing that you're recovering is one one uh, machine, one operating system with everything uh -huh. with all the applications. Here we're talking about a virtual machines being backed up as a virtual machine, meaning you take a virtual machine and you back up it. It's not, it's a different way how you back up it. And the setup that they had there, I mean, we could do that, have a local backup and connect. Oh, so the Hyper-V, the Microsoft that they have there, it's 2012. Oh. The backup that I had couldn't connect with it. Oh, because okay. it's too old, the version. Again, it's it's so many issues you have with with versions that are very old, and you're trying to do something and you can't. You just you can't. Yeah, one one of the things that I I and I, I did with a lot of my clients is that we used to force them to move forward or charge them more for old stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. This is and the it way, was yes. like you have to put it in the contracts early so they understand. Once we start getting five, six, seven years, then your pricing are going to start going up because of the fact of this old software. So it's right. like once we get, and so then it's already in there, and that forces them to go forward and get new equipment and to get new OS. Yeah, that's smart. So, yeah, that, 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 have, uh, this is a good way how to manage it. Yeah, and it's and the argument's not there because the minute you sign a contract, it's in there. You know, right. whatever deal you sign, it's in there that it's. You guys got to update this stuff, you know, and if not, cool, you don't have to. <laughs> right. yeah. Just understand Steve. the prices are going to go up. <laughs> Steve, what's going on with you? You're too busy over there. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm helping Altria, you know, uh, create.
a modern day version of its uh, current uh, supplier management program. It's like six years old. It needs an up. It needs a refresh. So I'm doing a lot of analysis on the data that they store in Archer. Um, you know their GRC, and um, I'm still doing uh, assessment reviews. You know various uh, suppliers to Altria. Okay. So, what is the um, major finding when you do those reviews? Well, what do you see that it's like eye-opening, I would say. Um, I think the biggest trend, if you look at all the NIST categories, the biggest trend where companies fail the most is on business resiliency and disaster recovery. That's that's where they okay. fail the most. And I uh, put either number two or three after that, password management. Yeah. So right after that, uh, I would say would be access control, which is password management. Right. Uh, and then after that is uh, vulnerability assessment controls, you know, and a lot of this is, you know, it's not just the control itself. You know, a lot of the questions are about, you know, do you have documentation? You know, so a lot of people don't have documentation. They might do the necessary. It might be a really small company, but they don't, you know, bother with the documentation. But, you know, from a, an appropriate standpoint, you should have the documentation. You should have documentation on your testing. You know, you should document your testing when you do it. Um, all that happy crap. Okay. So, again, it's the, the first one is what? It's it's uh, business resiliency and recovery. Business recovery. Uh, companies don't. Access controls and passwords. Uh, well, access control is with, like with password, the, with the, with password the, management. Yeah. Okay. So it can maybe we'll say account, account, uh, accounts management, or access controls. I mean, you say access control. It's not only passwords. It's the you have two FA, and we have you have other other controls around. So it's it's right, uh, and it's not just the regular access. It's also you know very concerning with regard to uh, administrative access. Right. We want to make sure, you know, we want to make sure that if they have any um, uh, sort of like service uh, access for external MSPs to come in and do fixes, you know, are they updating those passwords? Are they monitoring the activity? You know, all that stuff. Okay. But they're not, they're not really switching over to uh, the new version of NIST. NIST version uh, 853 version 5 is very much different than version four. So there's a lot of companies that are struggling to, or, you know, need to make that transition. And we're not even doing it in the transition of the program itself. We're putting that like on the back burner. And I was like, you know, I don't know. It's like, you're going to be doing this process twice, but if you want to do it twice, fine. Why do anything once when you can do it twice? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, hire me for next year, and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why are you? You want to do it once? Oh, come on, you're too practical, man. Right? No, baby, if you're <laughs> gonna do it twice, you're gonna. The second time will be better than the first one. Yeah, well, they, you know, Supposedly. what they want to do is, they, they want to get the, uh, they want to show the managers right and audit. Um, that they're doing something concrete this year because I think they felt that if if they incorporated the new NIST version, it would have been too much. So yeah. uh, so they want to do what they feel is a nice amount of work to show the progress, and then next year they'll kind of wipe out the old NIST program and put in the new one. That is, if they even use NIST, you know, they're not they're not uh, against looking at other frameworks to see if they work better. Yeah, because now you need to consider if you want to, if you need more than NIST, maybe other um, a framework can can help them um, with less effort, maybe. Yeah, it depends on your and industry and you know, your niche. Yeah. One interesting thing is uh, the SEC has promulgated some rules that are out for a comment uh, with regard to... Um, you know, the SOC reports and the SOC reviews. that. Yes. The, uh, so, you know, those reports don't actually validate. You know, they kind of come up with a construct in which to uh, test 
the existing controls that a company has against this construct that if it appears to be appropriate against their test base, then they give them a pass. But they don't actually go in and validate it, right? The SEC now is going to take it a next step and require the SOC report to include validation. That is going to be, it means a lot more work for, you know, the Pricewaterhouse and the Deloitte's and the, and the Coopers and all those guys who are involved. Everybody, everybody will need to work harder. Now, when you need the validation, this is a different story. Now you said, I need, I want to see documentation that you did. Oh, one of the activities or when you do we you did the access control audit we need we, we need to see okay what was now and what what you change it to what and it's going to be the, um, more, more hours for for all those uh, consulting companies absolutely and one of the one of the utilities i used to use before i wish i never got a chance to use it it's planned for continuity from uh cloud oak the cloud oak it's a great it's a great utility it, and they it actually keeps track of all the documentation and all and it actually integrates in their whole business continuity plan hmm. okay so yeah it's a pretty good utility because it'll keep track of who is on who's in charge of what and it actually pages people and texts people when certain things are going on through the setup that's pretty good yeah Interesting. and the then if somebody Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I was just going to say, just it'll if somebody doesn't answer, it'll escalate. Well, that's good. That's good. The other thing I wanted to say was that uh, over the weekend, KPMG got sued along with uh, Goldman, JP Chase, and uh, was it JP Chase? No, Morgan Stanley and the Bank of America on the SVB debacle. Really? Oh, yeah. Who KPMG signed off just two weeks ago on their annual audit. Oh, yeah. they signed for SVB? Really? Of course. Yeah. Somebody that's, has to sign off on that. That's their external auditor. Yeah. Oh, now lovely. they're going to take it up to you know what. Oh, wow. Wow. Because, well, it is that. And also the feds, they did the test. And they did the stress test and said everybody passed the stress test, but they didn't check them for uh, um, interest rate going up. They test them only for interest rate going down. That's why everybody <laughs> are good. The stress test went and everybody's happy and smiling and all. The backing system is stable and strong, but apparently, oh, yeah. 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 Unbelievable. That's crazy. It's, it and truly is unbelievable. I mean, okay, they, didn't guys. Have, they didn't have a risk officer all last year. I oh, mean, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they didn't have the audit, right? Just on that. <laughs> exactly. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Well, this well, is, that is what it is. If, if they did it all right, we wouldn't be employed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of us will be unemployed. Exactly. Are you guys oh. uh, using uh, GPT chat or uh, AI? Yeah. Oh, I'm loving that thing. Oh, I love that thing. I am so in love with it. My new buddy. <laughs> so, so, you know, I haven't, I haven't been able to get it. I, how do you get it? You sign up. Once you sign up, you know, you then then let you log in. Yeah. I, okay. So I signed up for it, but I mean, I, I don't know. It just kind of like disappeared into the woodwork. I'll check your email because you get a link. Make sure it's not going to You'll get the confirmation. Uh, but if you go to the site, you can do uh, recovery, account recovery, and then you can recover your password. So try to do that. I, I had the yeah. same issue. I had to find which 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 email I use. I don't know. And, and then I found I, it. I, and... I got lucky. I It came out the 14th or whatever it was of December. I saw a review that came out like a day later because they did a bunch of a bunch of people got access to it and they were able to put the reviews out like a day or two later uh and so i saw it and i went before anybody else and did it before that huge amount of people that ran yeah. into it nice so i was i was in there real quick oh i've been okay. using the ai bing 
Oh, oh we are we didn't use it. That, that, that that's was interesting terrible. to use. But also, uh, I think Google has the, the, the same thing. Or no? Yeah, they just came out with your own. Bard, Bard and, Get, and the Bing one are not that great. They're not ready for prime time. And, and it's like people say, oh, they're better. I've been working with all three of them. I chat GPT when it comes to the the natural language stuff. They've got a doubt pat right now. Yeah, they they have the version three point five and version oh, five, four four point Right, but remember the natural language part is a different version than the back end uh, database. The 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 four point is the database. No, it's not for four point one. It's just four. Right, four four point zero. That's right, four point no, just four, with uh, without nothing. You add something that does not exist. I'm looking at it now. It's just four. Anyway, the, this is this is going to be game changer for everybody. So oh, yeah. uh, I don't know how. Uh, I ask it what kind of um, professions will disappear, or I ask him if if we'll have a if we'll be employed. So the, it answered that we'll be of employed. Of course we will. It, you know, it's because people will still make mistakes. People will not live. You have that lady that does not want to get cloud. So they're going to do things that AI tells them not to do. Whatever the AI tells them to do, they're going to do the opposite. You know what I mean? So, or she's not going to get the service with the AI because she don't trust it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... There's going to be tough. We're not going anywhere. When I, you know, certain parts of the industry may disappear. Certain low-level coding, certain low-level oh, yes. scripting, coding, yeah, coding and scripting, you know, definitely. Yeah. But 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 uh, even 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 intricate more intricate coding is not going anywhere. It's unbelievable this this platform. Unbelievable what it can do. Unbelievable. You know, to create small little apps and to create little things. That's one thing. And even then, you start putting in. You know, large amounts of it doesn't scale. So if you if it creates an app and you want to scale it, it's not going to scale unless you get some real coders in there. You know what I mean? So there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, it, it, it can give you a starting point, and then you right can give you a starting out. point. Yeah, right. Just like you know, it's like you could create a, a decent website look or whatever. But if you don't have a decent back end, if you keep it on your server at home, you can't scale. Yeah. Well, you know? the, the, that's for sure. So, okay, guys, we are coming to the top of the hour. Anything major you want to post here before we end up? No, I'm the guy we talked about everything. Okay. Uh, hey, Yigal. Yes. Did you leak those Pentagon information? That's what I wanted to ask you because uh, you were not in the beginning. <laughs> We that's that's a that. whole other topic, man. Oh, yeah. It's worse than what uh, Snowden uh, had released. I mean, and they're all standing, you know, talking at the podium saying, we don't know what's coming out next. Oh, man. It's, it's, they, they, to this day, they don't even know what everything Snowden got. That's the funny part. They still don't know what Snowden got to this day. Yeah. And he keeps his, his his cards close to his chest. He's not releasing all the information that he knows. Because if he releases everything, his life be questionable. Oh, yeah. So little by little, he, he talks about things that he knows. Interesting. Okay, right, guys. guys. Thank you very much. And You're we'll welcome. do the closing here. Um, so to the viewers, if you enjoyed it, you have any questions, something, podcast at the cybersecurityinsider.com. By the way, we have our new website up and running. And don't forget to share, like, and subscribe to our channel. Thank you for watching. Once more, maybe we'll see you uh, next week, maybe Friday uh, with more recordings next week. Maybe, guys, you'll be able to join us. Thank you for watching, and uh, I'm going to finish this this way. You ready? Yeah.